This is the Rich Eisen Show. Let's start this program with... Live from the Rich Eisen Show studio in Los Angeles. That's another Jet touchdown. They're back. I told you. My favorite words I get to say in this microphone. That's another Jet touchdown. I don't throw the flags. Earlier on the show, two-time Super Bowl champion Chris Long. Still to come, Raiders defensive end Max Crosby. Plus your phone calls, overreaction Monday, and more. And now... It's Rich Eisen. Hour number three of the Rich Eisen Show is on the air. Great chatter over the last two hours about week five in the NFL to date. Leading up to the Raiders and the Chiefs tonight on ESPN. And we will be chatting with Max Crosby of the Las Vegas Raiders in a matter of moments here on the program. If you've missed anything up to this point, you're watching on Roku, on the Roku channel. Guess what? We re-air as soon as this hour is over, the first two hours where we went over pretty much everything soup to nuts with Chris Long in his usual spot on our Monday program. He joins us every single Monday, the Greenlight Podcast host. You should get his podcast. If you missed anything while you're listening to us, guess what? There's our podcast where all podcasts can be acquired through the Cumulus Podcast Network all three hours every single day. Please hit us with a subscribe button there. And then there's our YouTube stream, youtube.com slash Rich Eisen Show for all of that. Overreaction Monday joining is about to hit us in just a few minutes' time. Chris Brockman has got us all Ooh. teed up for that. Mike Del Tufo is sitting in his chair, hey, sitting up a little bit taller because his wallet's filled with all that secondary ticket money from the Rams tickets he sold to Cowboys fans. Thanks, Mike. Good to see you over there, Cowboy fan TJ Jefferson. How are you, sir? Well, I mean, I guess I, I have to do this right. Okay. Uh, I mean, you're, mind, uh, going, so I can't you do don't it. have oh, your wow. Play the trumpets. Yeah. Play the trumpets on that. As the the uh, the Padres turn the uh, trumpets into trombones. It was still a good year, man. It you was know, a great year. Here's the deal, right? I went rich because I've never lost love for this team. I went many years because they were bad. Just like I didn't care about baseball, right? And yes. then 15 and 16 happened. Yes. yes. And I started to regain my love for baseball. In the last few years, the Mets were bad again. I, I'm back to just like loving baseball again. So it didn't end obviously the way I wanted to, but from 77 wins to 101, like, Man, I'm I'm bad. I'm all in again. I feel I feel good for you. I'm all in again. I feel good for you. I need I need all your karma now uh, that the Yankees are sending Garrett Cole on the mound against the Cleveland Guardians. So welcome to uh, mm-hmm. the Yankee fandom. Since hey, look, you're rooting for I, New York sports, right? I'm not, I mean, I'm not a hater. I like to see. Unlike uh, you guys, I want to see my friends happy. Thank so you. I like no, like I said, Ohio State. Not. You're you're be, you're a better Rich Eisen when Michigan beats Ohio State. Oh, I say it with my chest a little bit. So more. I talk it, with you my know chest. what, Rich, you can. Rest easy tonight knowing I will never root for you. I know that. And, and vice versa, right back at you. Thank you. As you know, uh, the Boston Red Sox hooked me up with Mass General and their staff yeah. when I had COVID two summers ago in Boston, and they were terrific. They right. were amazing. They were great. I still uh, don't want their team to win. No. Isn't that great? No, they, they were there for me when I was at my most ill. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, we almost lost you, bro. No, you didn't. <laughs> Thank goodness. I mean, you expect that from me, and I expect it right back. There you go. Right back at you. I love you and hate you I at the same time. I want you miserable all the time. It's like a salty treat and a sweet treat all together. Okay. All First together. they're sour. Um, they're sweet. Yeah. Uh, but college football yesterday, I mean over the weekend. Um, what was that play call from Texas A&M? What was that play call at the end um, there? Let's see. The, uh, Nick Saban. Junk, uh, right? Nick Saban. Uh, Nick Saban's Alabama Crimson Tide had basically it was a two-point play for the win. 
for Texas A&M in Tuscaloosa after everything that happened between Jimbo Fisher and Nick Saban over the summer. The game finally arrives, no matter how poorly Texas A&M had played to this point. No matter how poorly it was, it was on the line, two-point conversion type play for the win. One play left from the two-yard line, and they threw it. They didn't even throw it in the end zone. No, it was short of the goal it, the line. The thing, it was just as soon as that play was called, it looked dead on arrival. It was DOA on the spot. And I guess because of that, Alabama's been penalized by the voters. They're now third-ranked in the country. Georgia's won Ohio State, two, And I guess because Michigan uh, didn't blow out Indiana, took some time. And uh, I guess they didn't blow out Iowa. It took some time. Yeah. And uh, they didn't blow out Maryland. It took some time to finally win those first three Big Ten games. They were penalized. Clemson's now number four. Okay. I mean, top five, whatever. It yeah, just go, comes out in a wash. Yeah, Michigan good, plays right. Penn State next. There you go. So that's a, that's a good one. Another great game that will be called on uh, Big Fox. Four straight weeks on the uh, Big Fox noon uh, Thanks to Michigan for getting us on TV. There you go. Again, You're welcome. Again, Ohio State's on ABC. Yeah. They blew right, out right. Michigan State. Big Fox is just Who big would be next on the uh, hit parade. Oh, for the, That's the last Big Ten uh, game that Michigan lost was last year against Michigan State. And Kenneth Walker uh, is now going to b- basically get his shot as the Seattle Seahawk main running back. Yeah, that nice 69. As Rashad Penny, it, uh, it appears, has season-ending leg surgery, right? Such a bummer. Georgia's on top again. Who do they play? Who do they play? This week, Rich? Yeah, who do they play this week? Vanderbilt. Unbelievable. You know who's next for Alabama is Tennessee, oh, which is playing excellent game. football. That is going to be awesome. Does Georgia play Tennessee? Yep. When? Uh, Does Georgia play anybody? Well, they play 12 games a year. Yeah, right. Who do they play? Who are they playing? It seems like Alabama's got a much tougher schedule. Because they, they play in a different division. Whatever. Are you unfamiliar with how divisions I'm work? Fr- I'm very familiar how it works. <laughs> okay. Uh, they Michigan play, has all the tough Big Ten teams in their division. Georgia plays Tennessee on uh, November 5th. There you go. Where is that? Between the hedges? Looks like home. Look like, looks like a hedges game. Okay. That's good for you. Next couple games are tough. Uh, Florida, Tennessee, Mississippi okay. State, Kentucky. Okay, here we go. A little bit. Rich, more importantly, Syracuse, 18th, baby. How about that? What's but, up? Speaking of college, did you guys see Pitt running back Israel Abanacanda this weekend? I did not, sir. I did not either. 36 carries. Oh. 320 yards rushing and six touchdowns against Virginia. That's a good game. Uh, yes. He was wow. unstoppable. Holy Al Grobat, man. The Cavaliers took it on the chin, huh? 36 for 320 yards rushing and six. It's while we're on the subject of Pitt football. Go Pittsburgh P. football. Go I. Go B.I. Double T. I kind of like Kenny Pickett shoving Shaq Lawson. Well, he got cheap shot. I, dude. <laughs> I hear you, and I like that the Steelers came right to his defense. I understand that Steelers fans are very happy right now that Mike Tomlin is staring right down the uh, dark tunnel of a losing record for the first time in his career, sitting there at 1-4. and They've lost every single game since that week one game where 
they had it in the bag and then didn't, and then finally won. They've lost every single one since T.J. Watt's been out, which has been their M.O. And next up for them is Tom Brady paying a Ugh. visit before they visit Miami on a Sunday night, and then the Philadelphia I mean, Eagles before a bye. That It just looks tougher and tougher and tougher, and it looks, it looks bleaker and bleaker yeah. and bleaker. They haven't even played the Ravens yet at all. Yeah, and the Ravens lead that division. And they will play Cleveland, if I'm not mistaken, when Deshaun Watson returns. And he is in the building today, yeah. by the way, for the first time since being remorseless. Uh, and so, should tank, get the number one pick, get a bunch of draft picks, reload. Man, well, I mean, Willie Anderson is... on that team would be pretty good, but that's not what their M.O. is. And yeah. I, yeah, I, it would I never just, be their again, M.O. When, when Pickett got up and shoved Shaq Lawson and got in his face and received the support of his teammates on the spot, in an other situation as well, I, I kind of digged it. Yeah, he got blasted earlier in the game, which the Tom, Tom Brady got a roughing the passer. I Kenny mean, Pickett please. was sliding. He didn't it's get one, and ridiculous. he got up. I, I don't understand. If we're going to protect the quarterback, the guy's down, he's sliding, he gives up, and he gets I lit know. up. It shouldn't be how many career starts for no, anybody. I mean, it should be if you're roughed, you're roughed, and right. if you're not, you're not. Yeah, you're not. Okay. You're not. And we think that they kind of, you know, I, we, we glad hand these guys a little too much anyway. But be like, very honest on. with you, I kind of digged seeing that. Oh yeah. And I, I thought to myself, that rallies the troops. Right? That just when, just when you think the Steelers' season is lost, and maybe it is, I, I doubt it. I mean, Gabe Davis blanketed by Minka Fitzpatrick and made one, a one arm grab. And the Bills are, are tops in the AFC. Mm-hmm. Uh, in my opinion, they're tops in the NFL. As you know where I place them in my power rankings, they've been one since the beginning and have not fallen out of that spot. I still just found it interesting that amongst the wreckage of that Pittsburgh loss in Western New York in week five, I saw that, and I just wanted to make mention of that. Let's get to um, Overreaction Monday, brought to you by AutoZone. You can listen to the NFL and the NFL app on the Odyssey app on WestwoodOneSports.com via Westwood One Station Streams or by asking Alexa to open Westwood One Sports, sponsored by AutoZone. Max Crosby of the Raiders still to come, but Chris Brockman, you have the floor. That was terrible. That was crap. That was garbage. This place sucks. Overreaction. Mondays. Monday. Christopher. What's up, fellas? What up, yo? Let's do this. The Rams are going to miss the playoffs. Oh, <laughs> Just man. right into it. Just right into out of it. The I am saying that's an overreaction. I'm not ready to do that yet, as you know. As you know. No, look, and I, I, I agree with Chris Long's assessment in hour number two that you don't see the bones of a contending team. The bones of a contending team is owning the line of scrimmage. And on offense, they are not owning anything. They are being owned. They are too banged up up front. I am genuinely concerned that whatever their offense needs from the run game is they're not getting it to take the pressure off of Stafford and also set up the play action that makes their engine purr and it doesn't matter if Odell Beckham shows up that might be a problem if you cannot run the football and Odell I would say this about Rams needing to play well and play fast and start start getting some wins under their belt is Odell might take his services elsewhere when he decides on that subject matter over the next two to three weeks so I am genuinely concerned but I cannot sit here in week five and automatically say that the defending Super Bowl champs with Cup and with 
Bobby Wagner and with Aaron Donald and with Jalen Ramsey and with that coach and with that coaching staff that they are toast. I won't do it yet. Can Aaron Donald play guard? I get it. Both ways go both ways. Yeah, just like high school. It's a like two-way player. Bobby Wagner play well guard. I, I mean, hear you, on. bud. I hear you. But uh, I'm not ready. I'm not ready to say that. Uh, that's a proper reaction. Well, the reason why they look so bad yesterday, Rich TJ, the Cowboys have a Super Bowl defense. That's a fact. I mean, I'm not ready. Uh, I, I I don't think you can stutter when agreeing with that. Oh yeah, sure they do. When Micah Parsons was on that bike, I <laughs> thought okay. You know, and you could see he was stretching it out. Mm-hmm. You could see that he was like shaking his head on the bike that something was up. And then they're like gonna bring him in and just obvious pass rush downs on third down. I'm like, well, just give him the rest of the day off. Like you need him more long term than anybody else. What are you doing? He's not gonna have any of that giddy up. And even Greg Olson's like, Well, I I saw that flash right there for somebody who's supposedly hurt. Yeah. And then he was living in the backfield and he ended the game. Yep. So that's just one guy, too, and he's really special. And they got a special guy on the back end. Yeah. What else you got over there, Chris? Uh, you know, I, I said a, a few weeks ago that the NFC stinks, and I, I kind of still believe that, but I actually <laughs> really believe this. We are headed for an Eagles 49ers NFC championship game. I am not ready to count out TJ's Cowboys. I am not ready to count out the Green Bay Packers yet either. They have a defense that, yeah, I'm not ready to count them out either. They're not playing very well right now, and it's still just five games. And all you need to do is hit that ground running once November hits. Once Thanksgiving is on was in your rearview mirror. Come on, man. I mean, what more do you need to know? Like, if you made a proclamation about the Cincinnati Bengals at this point last year, you'd have discarded them. I will not say that just yet. It does look like, you know, if the NFC Championship game was played now, those would be the two teams I'd put in it to see the best possible game. You know? You're being very too reasonable and nuanced, Rich. It's overreaction money. I understand that, but that's where I'm standing here to try and make uh, make make reason out of the unreasonable. This is not how this works, Rich. What else you got over there, Chris? Well, this one's for you, then. The Jets are more likely to win a playoff game than the Dolphins or Pats. Woo! Uh, I would say yes to the Patriots. That's not an overreaction. The Jets are better than the Patriots. They are better not than on, the Patriots. Not on, they, not on defense. The Jets are better than the Patriots. I'm just saying the words into this microphone. I disagree. Okay. Um, but the Dolphins, uh, let's see what happens when Tua comes back with a hopefully clear head. If, yeah. Yeah. And, and you know, um, it's just a tough a tough thing to do is to go on the road in this series. This, this series has been going on since I was born and before that. Jets-Dolphins, crazy stuff happens. They didn't have their... They had their number three guy in there, and McDaniel still even got some room for Mostert to run. He That run game was kicking. Finally. And then the Jets kicked in. So I, I'll say it's an overreaction on the Dolphins, but I take my Jets over your Patriots right now. Yeah, even could, with Mac Jones back, well, I'd take it. We can it. make that interesting. Well, I mean, when, when does this happen? Ooh, let's <laughs> yeah, go. Like, we can when make does this the, happen? We can make this interesting. I'm feeling good about myself. I'm feeling good about myself. And I'm looking to take it. Johnny or Alexander Let's saying, I, I, I'll have a problem with the defense if, if we lose to the Jets next week. Up. Oh, yeah, they're coming to town. Week eight. Week eight. After we let's ride into Denver. And, and then here comes New England. Okay. Here comes New England. Hard-earned American dollar Yes, sir. Let's go. We're not there Woo. to kiss anybody's rings. We're going to find out how good the Jets are in the next month. Yeah, we are. I like then it. the Buffalo Bills are coming to town. I mean, that one's going to be a very tall order, but. Langa, langa. 
Well, this is Jets I'll take Picasso. a five-game win streak into that one. I'll do it. <laughs> I like it. I'll sign for hey, it. Picasso. Uh, am I overreacting? You thought I wouldn't. You think I am or what? <laughs> you thought I wouldn't win I a knew, word? By the way, I knew I could bait him. <laughs> Speaking of uh, the Buffalo Bills, uh, you could just give Josh Allen the MVP right now. I would do it. I know Jalen Hurts has got a lot of votes. and You can just give it to Josh if, right You know, now. that's... That, that's <laughs> That's Northeast bias. <laughs> that's 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 new. That's New York City turnpike corridor bias. Cooper Rush has entered the chat. Uh, Cooper Rush has <laughs> yeah. entered the chat. Yeah. And, and his have, ninety and, yards and, in the fourth and, quarter. And we have just kicked him out of the. And we have just kicked him out of the conversation. How dare you, sir? To use the uh, the phrase at pace. How dare you, Josh Allen? Uh, number Stop one it. in pass yards. Please. Number one Please. in touchdowns. Please. Number one in passer rating. Please. Please. Actually, he's behind Gino. Dude, he had 340-something yards and four touchdowns in the first half. That thing was a wrap. And again, uh, in the same way that Alabama got downgraded from first to third despite winning at home against Texas A&M, Alabama's had a much tougher schedule than most everybody else that's in the top five. The Bills won three out of their first four, and they were three of them were on the road at Miami. At Los Angeles, you could say what you will about the Rams, but on week week one, they raised the banner here. And then the Buffalo Bills went into Baltimore and won that game. Come on now. What else you got over there, Chris? pace for 5,600 yards. And I, and I totally get the Jalen Hurts love, and I love him, and I love the whole don't take the temperature, you're the thermometer, and I, we're going to play a soundbite from him before this hour is through talking about his leadership skills and what he has done to take the reins of opportunity and ride them. I love it. But Josh Allen is the MVP of the NFL. It's time to be worried about the Packers, man. There's something going on. No, I'm not ready to do that yet either. There's something going on. Well, they got young kids on offense and their mistake prone and and Rodgers isn't playing all that terrifically well. And he gets and, pissed at them all the time. Well, I mean, he'll, he'll, he'll get through it. He does. And guess he what? Does. And then yesterday, the defense didn't have the uh, that gear in the second half to handle Daniel Jones and a well-coached Giants offense. They got they got played in the second half of that game yesterday. Not ready to throw it. They're 3-2. and two. The Vikings are 4-1, and one, but that is smoke and that is mirrors, man. Yeah. I mean... The number of times that they they snatch victories from the jaws of defeat after already leading in a game, uh, I'm I'm not I'm not sold on that division is Minnesota's and the in the long run I'm not ready for that yet. And even if the Packers lose to the Jets to go to three and three, I'm still not panicking yet either. Chris, you're saying that Rodgers looks at his receivers like Rich looks at us sometimes. Okay, <laughs> yeah, I need you guys to make plays. <laughs> Well, I mean, be in the spots where I expect I mean. you to be. We're trying. All right? We're trying, Coke. Because this ayahuasca is wearing off. <laughs> uh, Matt Rule is going to have Nebraska a, as a 10-win team in a matter of no time. Uh, okay. <laughs> Wisconsin's not going to hire him. I don't know. Arizona State, doesn't he want to come out to Pac-12 country? I don't know. They paid Herm $9 million bucks to go away. That. You know what? How can I get one of these coaching jobs where I get paid to not work? David Tepper's <laughs> probably like, will somebody please pay this guy? Because apparently his contract, they, they owe him all the money this year, but it's offset by any other opportunities he gets from next year on through. Oh, interesting. So, okay. Yeah. That David Tepper's a smart guy. That's not an overreaction at all. Great use of Nebraska. Uh, we've never seen a season with this much parity, guys. 21 teams have exactly two or three wins. Okay. 
Should I, I mean, should I? <laughs> What's the overreaction that you're looking for? Well, I, there's a statement on the board. We've never you, seen NFL season with a touch parody. To oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I'll, sure. You know? What do you want right, me to do? You want to rail against competition? Like, right. what do you want me to do? You're not buying it. Let's move on. I got yeah. some baseball takes. Oh, okay. So, Mike, let's switch music. Okay. I got did, some. I got did you tell him? He, he looks like yeah, you didn't tell like, him that. You got to tell me Mike, that. Mike, you just hit a button. You changed the music and you All hit right, a new I'll button. I'll change the music. Here you go. Hang on. Go for it. All right. There you go. You got some uh, other NFL phones. The Padres are taking out the Dodgers. <laughs> That's an overreaction, bud. They've but I love it. Around, I do love it. Getting fat and sassy, and here come the Padres. <laughs> I do love it, though. Let's go, Daniel I, Jeremiah. I love when these teams take on one another. Could you imagine if Tatis didn't do whatever the hell he was doing? Don't need him. I. Oh. I mean, how how are Joe's Musgrove's ears going to look in Southern California? They're going to be glistening. Great. It's going to be. It's going to be. It's going to be like Rudolph's red nose, right? He's going to be like the reindeer. <laughs> Right, leading. Won't you guide my sleigh tonight? That's what. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I mean, if that was if it was that way, fifty-eight degree weather Oof. in New York City. I mean, look out. They're gonna be glistening. Yeah, it's a little much. It's still a little much. All right. How about Dodgers this? run differential was over three hundred runs this eh, year. Great. Okay. How about this one then? Yeah. <laughs> the Mets are gonna overreact to this loss and get judge overpaying for Aaron judge. judge. I knew you'd go in that direction. How dare you? Not happening. How dare you? How dare you? No, he's not leaving. How dare you? Like, Four hundred million. How dare you? Not please, happening. please, hey, Cleveland Guardians pitchers, please pitch around him. Pitch around him. Put his ass on base, and we'll see what happens behind him. I'll take those chances. I'll take I'd, those chances. I'd rather have Otani, to be honest with you. Mm, interesting. And apparently, he might be in play. I'm they putting might it out be in there play. In the universe, Rich. I know. Wow. We're gonna see. We're gonna see what Steve Cohen looks like now and acts like, and I just got a little taste and some bitter taste as well. I got a taste of victory and a taste of remember taste who, of it. Remember who brought Shohei over? To play for the Angels, and who the, now the, the is current general manager? By. The current general manager. I'm doing my sir spoke smoke like God. If you're listening, help, please. Is that Show it? hey. Is that Speaking it? of the Guardians, Rich, yeah, a wild card team is going to win the World Series. No, 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 no. The Dodgers or the Astros are going to win the Just World Series. Yeah, that's it. Well, I'll take that. You're going to give me the field? Uh, Dodgers or Astros? Yeah. I, I can't do that. Can bad. I throw the Yankees in there and then you'll take the field? No. I can't. Root. I'm, not gonna root. I'm not going to root against the Yankees. I could say that here. Give me the field. Give me the Yankees. I will say this here. Okay. I think the Dodgers, the Astros win the World Series. But if you actually want to make it a, a friendly wage or whatever, I'm not rooting against the Yankees yeah, just so can. I can be right here, which you know is my most favorite thing. Care more about your money or being right? Being right. Being right. And let's go. Being right. I can make I can make five dollars elsewhere. You know what I mean? Right. He might not he'll, pay you anyway, Rich. He don't shine shoes anymore, bro. Yeah, like right. his, his wallet's a give little. Give me the Yankees. His money don't jiggle. You don't want to give me the Yankees. Folds. You don't want to give me the Yankees. And you're gonna give me the field? I will give you the field. I, there's eight teams left. I'll take three of them. You take the other five. Oh no, oh, that's a good. That's a good. That's Brockman. I take three of them. You no, take you the other get, five. You get Yankees, Dodgers, and I get the field. I'm not. No, I've already told you that I need. I'm. I'm the biggest Mariner fan around. Literally. I'm like, honestly, you can't find a bigger Mariner fan. He's than building me right a now. Starbucks in his front of his house. Seriously, yeah, I'm telling you, absolutely. Come on now, we can talk offline. I think the Braves. I'm rooting for Rupert Jones and everybody else. I'm going way back. Oh yeah, oh yeah, I'm going way back. Jay Buhner. Oh, I'm going way before Jay Buhner. Come on now, I'm trying to think of all the Mariners I got in my 1978 yeah, tops cards back that I didn't want more of. Okay, great job. <laughs> 
Great job. Let's ride. Okay, let's ride. Oh, when we come back, we ride with our friend Max Crosby of the Las Vegas Raiders. Don't miss that. That's next prior to the week five finale. Big game in the AFC West tonight. It's that time of year, people. Spring has sprung, and that means spring cleaning, or at least the partner in your life is demanding that you do it. Whether that means stocking up on cleaning supplies or swapping out your winter clothes for new spring clothes, make sure you're using Ibotta and get real cash back with every purchase. Ibotta is a free app that gives you the most cash back every time you shop on hundreds of items from groceries to beauty supplies to toys. The average Ibotta user earns $256 per year. That could cover the cost of an entire shopping trip, that flight you've been eyeing, or the fancy dinner you've been craving. Join the over 50 million users and earn cash back every time you shop from over 2,700 brands and retailers. And right now, Ibotta is offering our listeners $5 for just trying Ibotta by using the code Eisen when you register. Just go to the App Store or Google Play Store and download the free Ibotta app to start earning cash back and use my code E-I-S-E-N. That's I-B-O-T-T-A in the Google Play or App Store and use my code Eisen. Let's talk sleep number, people, because quality sleep is so essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is dissolved for your ever-evolving sleep needs. And the same thing for your partner. So you can choose what's right for each of you whenever you like. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Quiets your snores or your partner's? Sleep Number does that. My Sleep Number setting is 60. My wife's is 70. Ten numbers apart, but it truly is the world of difference. The Sleep Number sleep that you get is unbelievable. You will love it. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now you could save 50%. That's 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Back here on the Rich Eisen Show, we've got a Monday Night Football tonight between the Chiefs and the Raiders. You know I've been putting it out there for the Raiders. You know I've been putting it out there for the Raiders. And so, uh, you know, What's more precarious than being a one and three football team needing a win tonight, going against a marauding team that damn near put a 50 spot on you last time you were in the building? Uh, what's worse than that potentially is to be reminded uh, that somebody's put their reputation on the line believing in you. And that's how my conversation with Max Crosby began awkwardly when I zoomed with him just a couple of days ago in advance of tonight's Monday night football game. What's up, Max Crosby? How's life? How's Rich life? Eisen, how are we doing? I'm doing excellent. Well, I mean, I'm glad you're asking how I'm doing, Max, because um, you know, this is you know obviously uh, a show named after me, and I know you're uh, an all-pro player, and you're taking your time out of your day, but this is about me a little bit right here. I don't know if you did. You hear who I predicted to win the AFC West this year? Did you hear that prediction? Yes, I did. Yes, I did. All right. I mean, I've uh, I've been talking. I've been writing checks for uh, weeks and months. What uh, what what can you tell me about the this the, the future of the the Raiders in twenty twenty two, Max Crosby? You know, it's uh, we've played four games. Um, okay. We've had some ups and downs. Uh, we've lost a couple games that were very winnable. 
Mm-hmm. Um, but that's in the past. You know, we're okay. we're looking forward to the future and we're looking forward to, you know, getting better and better. You know, I feel like every single week we've gotten better. And uh, I think that showed last game with Denver. So, um, you know, we're just trying to stack days and we really we really have a great group of guys. Um, the coaches have been awesome. And, you know, when you get into a new situation, everything is different. You know, philosophies are different. You know, schedules are different. Everything's, you know, not the same. So right. everybody's just trying to gel and, and become, you know, one big one big family and one big team. So um, I feel like we're definitely, you know, getting closer and closer to get into that. Because that is, you know, one of some of the things that that I've I've heard about the the 2022 Raiders is that Josh McDaniels has come in and has absolutely brought a totally different way of everything. I mean, soup to nuts schedule, the way that you practice, the way that you do everything that that it's different. Can you give me an example of how things are different from this year and previous, Max? Yeah, you know, uh, Coach McDaniels is. Uh, Ever since he got here, he kept it extremely honest. And that's the one thing you want from a coach. So um, hard work, um, that's something that he doesn't shy away from. You know, that's he wants his teams, the best conditioned teams, the strongest teams. And so when it comes to work ethic, like, I don't feel like anybody's working like us. And, you know, me personally, I love it because that's what I why I'm here today um, is from hard work. So um, if you don't like to work hard and things like that, if you don't like dedicating extra hours to your craft and you know, the game, uh, you're going to whittle yourself out of the, you know, building. But, you know, that's what it's all about, you know, having the right people here. Um, and I feel like Coach McDaniels has done a great job of sticking to his guns and, you know, just trusting the process. And, uh, you know, I feel like solutions, we're in a solution-based, you know, industry. We're not here to, you know, focus on all the negatives, focus on the bad things. You know, there's always things to improve on, but mm-hmm. there's solutions, you know, and that's what we're fighting to get every single day is fixing the things we got to get better at and continue to improve on the things we've already done well. So oh. yeah, it's, it's been awesome. Okay. So it, uh, have, do you think the month of playing football that you have gotten through the adjustment period now, do you feel that, that that's done or you're, you're still going through it? Um, You know, it's hard to say. I can't say, you know, Absolutely. We're good now. And it's, you're never, you know, you never got it in general, um, no matter what. So yeah, you know, there's always room for improvement. And that's, that's the thing about football that's so special is that no matter how good you are, there's a reason why Tom Brady's played for 23 years. He still wants to get better and still wants to improve. And there's always room to room to grow. And, you know, if you have 53 guys that think like that, you're going to have good results. So that's just kind of what it is for Coach McDaniels. You know, there's a standard, um, and me personally, I try to show up and, and set the standard, you know, for my guys and for the team and how to work and how to show up and do the right things. And that's when you get a bunch of guys that are all on the same page like that. Um, you know, there's only there's only, you know, room for growth and you just keep going up. So I feel like, you know, we've done a great job. Max Crosby here on the Rich Eisen show in advance of Monday Night Football on Westwood One uh, against the Kansas City Chiefs. So uh, you just came from a captain's meeting. What, what can you tell me what goes on in there? What, what can you, I know I'm not telling you, tell me all the secrets, but what, what is that like? Can you, um, it's awesome. I love it. You know, you walk in with a coffee early in the morning. Uh, you have great conversation, you know, talk about a lot of things, but um, yeah, you know, I got, obviously can't share a lot of details, but we just go over a lot of things and, you know, uh, I feel like it's very productive every time. Okay, so um, what does it mean to you to have that C on your chest then after your journey here? 
Yeah, you know, it means the world. You know, last year was the first time I got elected captain mm -hmm. um, in my whole life. I've never been a captain in high school, never been a captain in college. Um, so last year, you know, finally getting that C, um, I took a lot of pride in that. And, you know, obviously going into, you know, my fourth year, I want to be a captain again. And I got voted again by my teammates. So, you know, that's something I take very seriously because I know where I used to be. I used, you know, I used to be a, I can't cuss, be a bad, but... <laughs> You know, it's it's it just for me, I, I take a lot of pride in that because it just shows, you know, that you can overcome things. You could come from, you know, you don't always have to be the same person you were. And, uh, you know, I try to lead by example every single day, not by talking or anything like that. I show up with action. Um, I show my guys that I care and um, I just want to, you know, the best for the team. OK. And last time we spoke, it was just as Chandler Jones was coming aboard. And I know that you guys have a history that you're friends, that you are you're tight and now your teammates, what has that been like and, and how it's, it's translated on the field? Yeah. You know, Chandler is, like you said, Chandler is one of my great friends. He's a, <laughs> he's an excellent human being. Um, and it's been awesome, you know, being on the field with him, you know, he's, he's got such a, like a childish love for the game. And that's, you know, that's something that I've always carried, you know, no matter what, no matter how hard it is, highest level you're in the NFL it's still a game and like that's what keeps you young and keeps you going is the love for the game of football and he's he has that you know he shows up to practice every day with a smile on his face trying to get better and you know I feel like Chandler's done a great job you know it hasn't necessarily showed up in the stat sheet yet but uh Chandler's doing a lot of really good things for us and you know he's going to help us win a lot of games all right Max Crosby Monday Night Football Mahomes what is the challenge against him and this offense what do you got for me yeah, it's it's pretty self-explanatory. Mahomes is one of the best players on the planet. Um, they got a ton of speed. Travis Kelsey is, you know, one of the best tight ends to ever do it. Um, so it presents a great challenge. You know, they have solid, they have very solid O line as well. So, you know, personally, um, you know, I look at this as a game where you know I have to go make a difference, um, no matter what it is, make game-changing plays, not just add a boys. You know, I got to get um, active and, and help get everybody else active. So we're looking forward to the challenge. It's going to be a lot of fun. I don't know if you saw Mahomes after they beat the uh, Bucks on Sunday night. He broke down the huddle in his locker room saying, you know who it is this week. Um, and he's meaning you. And he's meaning the Raiders. Do you have the same mentality against these Chiefs? It's Chiefs week? Yeah, we don't have to say I don't have to say anything. You know, we're Come, on, come on, we have to say something. I'm asking you a direct I'm question. I'm a lot, like I said, I'm all about action. I ain't got nothing to say. I'll, I'll, I'll show him. Okay. All right. This you seem like you're jumping out of your skin, like you'd play it right now, like you. Oh really, yeah, you'd... I'm ready to go. I'm, I'm excited, but I gotta, you know, I gotta relax a little bit. It's only Friday. Okay. All right. You gotta. You gotta. You gotta pace yourself. Yes, All sir. Right. So you are, are you telling me to pace myself? I should relax. I should. Are, are you? Are you, are you give me like the Rogers speech. Like I should relax. One and three. I'm good. You're good. We're good. Is that what you're saying? Right yeah, now. You, know, you just gotta stay present. You know, it's Friday. Okay. Two thirty. I'm about to get in the cold tub. Okay. I'm going to have a great day. And then okay. Saturday gets here. We'll worry about Saturday. I know. I'm just saying, but I'm saying like part of the reason why I, I want, you know, I, I chose the Raiders to win this division is you and, and, and Chandler Jones and Devonte Adams and the new changes and the new coach. And, you know, I'm, I, I, I guess I'm asking you for, for, for a speech. Like, what do you, what do you got for me? You know, should I relax? Am I chill? Just hang out. Just trust the process. 
Trust the process. You chose well. I think you you chose well. Just trust the process. All right, Max Crosby. I look forward to it. Always a pleasure chatting with you, man. Um, Always. I've never said this to another person, but enjoy the cold tub. It's a first for me. Enjoy that. You take care of yourself. Thanks again for the time, Max Crosby. Thank you, Rich. Thank you. All right. I'm going to the cold tub um, if they don't win tonight. <laughs> uh, I would get the ice ready. Buddy. Get the, yeah, I should I ice up? <laughs> ice up, son. I don't, I don't know, gonna, man. I don't think it's going to be close, yeah. man. Rivalry games are nuts. Yeah, you got to throw the records yeah. out the window. Well, you don't have day. to. Mahomes is 7-1 and one against the Raiders. Okay, well, that's also a good one. Mahomes. <laughs> that guy. I forgot about him. Yeah, yeah the autumn wind. <laughs> on Monday night. Is in the cold tub. <laughs> yeah, you know what? My prediction's going through shrinkage too. Hey, you can listen to the NFL on the NFL. It's cold in the pool. You can listen to the NFL on the NFL app on the Odyssey app on WestwoodOneSports.com via Westwood One Station streams or by asking Alexa to open Westwood One Sports, sponsored by AutoZone. I will be at 7:30 Eastern Time tonight at the microphone of the pregame and halftime of Chiefs and Raiders. When we come back, we've got ourselves a fascinating conversation about what's going on with the Dallas Cowboys. Ah, yes, baby. We finish up with the Colt with the boys. Get your what? get your grease board ready. Okay, well, it's ready. Let's talk O'Reilly Auto Parts, people, or as you might know from their jingle, O O O O'Reilly Auto Parts. They're in the business of keeping your car on the road. O'Reilly Auto Parts offers friendly, helpful service and the parts knowledge you need for all your maintenance and repairs because you know when you need your car fixed, you need somebody who knows what they're talking about and is helpful, has a smile on their face, and gets you back on the road. They've got thousands of parts and accessories in stock, either in-store or online, so you never have to worry if you're in a jam. The team at O'Reilly Auto Parts can test your battery for free in or out of your car. If it needs to be replaced, they'll help you just... Find the right battery for your vehicle. Need your windshield wipers replaced, a brake light fix, or a quick service? They'll help you find the right part or point you to the nearest local repair shop for help. Whether you're a car aficionado or an auto novice, you will find the employees at O'Reilly Auto Parts knowledgeable, helpful, and the best of all, friendly. Stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts today or visit us at O'ReillyAuto.com slash Eisen. That's O'ReillyAuto.com slash Eisen. What's up, everyone? It's Reality Steve, your number one source for all things Bachelor Nation and reality TV. Every day, I'm giving you the behind-the-scenes juice and your info on all your Bachelor Nation stories and also interviewing some of your favorite reality stars. My name has been synonymous with spoilers, but I'm so much more than that. Give me a listen. The Reality Steve Podcast, part of the Believe Network. Just search B-L-E-A-V on YouTube or wherever you listen. Back here on the Rich Eisen Show, we just played a soundbite from Jalen Hurts when we first chatted with him um, on March 30th, 2020, before the NFL draft, where Burrow and Tua and Herbert were all going to be the top three we knew. Just didn't know the order. We were assuming at that point in time it was going to be Burrow coming off of that remarkable final season for him at LSU. And then Jalen Hurts gets selected fourth uh, on that quarterback list after... Or fifth, Jordan loves drafting. Let me forget about that. Jordan loves drafting, you know, might have been the, the biggest shocker of them all yeah. that we were talking it. about because we were talking about, 
Aaron Rodgers' reaction to it. And then uh, Jalen Hurts gets drafted in Philadelphia. What's that all about? Yeah, Carson Wentz, did they not believe in him? The answer, as we found out, was <laughs> correct. They did not believe in him. They need to back their players somehow. And even going into the season, I was talking up Jalen Hurts, thinking that this kid has an opportunity that um, that he's going to grab hold of. You know, I like the way that they finished last year, despite losing in the playoffs, and he was up and down, and there were many times where he <clears throat> didn't really turn on the Jets figuratively until the fourth quarter, late third quarter. Now look at him, 5-0. and oh. The lone remaining undefeated quarterback in the NFL, and he doesn't want to hear about it one bit. I personally, honest, I, I, I hate hearing 5-0. and oh. I don't like to hear it. Because nobody wanted to mention the record when we were two and five. Nobody wanted to talk about that. So I don't want to hear it now. I don't want to hear it now. Can we come in here, control the things we can, attack every day, um, and just grow and climb? Like that's what that, that's what matters. The process. He used the Philadelphia sports phrase, the process. <laughs> I don't know if he was doing that intentionally or not, but I kind of dig it. I just love the fact that he is doing what he said he would do when we chatted with him in that late March prior to the draft that I am a leader. They're going to get a dog, whoever drafts me. And Philadelphia found that guy. And they turned to him, and he is turning things around. He is a rock star in this league. And um, next up, it's time. This is it. Oh, baby. Sunday night football. The Philadelphia Eagles home for Dallas. This is it. And it looks like it's going to be Cooper Rush in this game. You heard yesterday from so many um, who cover this league, the information men and women, saying that Dak is still having trouble gripping the football satisfactorily enough. Four wins in a row, too, for Cooper Rush. What's the point? No reason to rush it at all. You already have one win in division in your back pocket on this four-game winning streak from Cooper Rush. Why rush it? Just go in there, keep the momentum going, and then at some point you're going to switch back to Dak Prescott because that's what you do when your starting quarterback is healthy enough to take the reins. This scrum after the game here in Los Angeles, California, where Jerry Jones was asked about the conversation around Cooper Rush, where he got a little defensive. He even agreed that he was being defensive with the reporter, was asking about the ridiculousness of the conversation surrounding Dak and Cooper. And I think he thought that ridiculousness was being ascribed to him because he essentially invited this scrum by saying that he wanted Cooper Rush to create a quarterback controversy, knowing that if Rush had won more than he lost while being the emergency backup starter that nobody thought would be necessary for him to play like this this year and play as much as he has, he knew that there would be a conversation about why go back to Dak at all. And he invited Rush to invite that to his doorstep. Well, guess what's at his doorstep? That conversation. 
And he, no matter how much he's trying to put it back in the bottle, and I told you at the time when he said he wants a quarterback controversy, he was basically saying, come on, Cooper, Rush win as much as it can, but it's really Dak's job. He reiterated that after Rush remained undefeated as a starting quarterback out of Central Michigan. If they're both healthy, Dak is your quarterback, Dak is correct? The, Dak is the, uh, is the number one quarterback. Thank Dak you. is our, our, our guy. Uh, but isn't it great that somebody came in and played well enough so Absolutely. that we can ask that question? That's my point. That's always been his point. Yeah. That's always been his point. You nailed it on the head immediately when that comment I didn't even, had, I didn't even hear this. That is true. You, you didn't. But you know. You know. But I still say that even though Dak is the number one guy, I would go with Rush into Philadelphia. For various reasons. One, I don't think Dak's ready yet. Two, you're playing very well. Don't upset the apple cart if you don't have to, and they don't. And they don't. You'd be like, well, wait a minute. You know, you want to sweep these season series from the Eagles. You don't want to be a game and a half behind them and keep their momentum going at 6-0. True. True. But the next time when you face them at home and you've got Dak there, it'll be like, oh, we lost to you when we had our backup. I mean, there's some mind games that you can play if that's even necessary. Well, I mean, but it is Dak's gig, and it's his job, and it's going to be his job. And I think he adds a dimension that Cooper Rush does not. Part of the problem is that he adds a more risky portfolio with his game, where he might risk it more. But I, I, I think he's a terrifically talented quarterback, and you might as well just, if you want to get his feet wet a little bit, Detroit and Chicago right before a bye. Certainly, if you want him to knock the That's rust perfect. off, last spot you want him to r- r- knock the rust off of, because it would have been two months since he played a football game is at Green Bay and at Minnesota before Thanksgiving game against the Giants. I think you want to get him if you want, get him a nice one to get home against Detroit, against Chicago as well. Home dates, knock the rust off, go into your bye week and get healthy, knock the rust off. So his first game's not at Lambeau Field. That's it. That's the way I would play it. I like your style. But the uh, results of that conversation will be, I think, our lead item one week from today. Don't you think? Sunday night football, week six. Huge. Huge. I cannot wait. I'm ready. Tonight's game. I'm uh, I'm nervous about my choice. You should be. (laughs) Wait. Did you take the Raiders tonight? Raiders. Oh, what do you mean in game day morning? Yeah. No. Yeah. And what's you nervous about? I did not. I'm nervous because I don't. I, I I'd like to be right. Well, Rich, we can't be right about Rich, everything. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Yo, you 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 were right about the Warriors. Man, Just ride that wave. Yeah. You know. That's true. You got a whole year. But I want to keep being right. <laughs> if the Raiders win tonight, oh, then Denver's a last place team. Oof. They're and they're uh, just a game behind. The Chargers, who played Denver to finish off week six, and the Chiefs. And if the Chiefs win tonight, they're 4-1, and one, setting up a monster week six matchup between the Chiefs and the Bills in Arrowhead. <laughs> and the Chargers play the Broncos to finish up week six, and the Raiders are off. You got your first bye week coming up next week. You know what you ought to do? You should pivot away from the fact that you said the Raiders would win, and... Lean more into the fact that you said the Broncos probably wouldn't be very good. I did say that I needed to see it first. And I also said that the Chiefs' offense would be better 
than people think. But I also just said, I for some reason, and I just can't get off it. That's a hell of a pass rush they have up front. And that is a terrific quarterback-wide receiver combination that they have. And Josh Jacobs started running the ball very well. Maybe, just maybe. Let's ride. Raiders Nation. <laughs> Tonight. Stay away from the Arrowhead logo in the middle. Don't go there. <laughs> Stay as far away as possible. Don't even don't even don't even go past your own 20-yard line. That's it. Daniel Carlson's the only guy and, you know, to be able to get past there. He's got to, he's got to warm up. Same with punter. Let's go. What would be the Raiders equivalent of let's ride? Like what would what would Carr say, Brock? Let's pillage. Yeah. Pillage. Let's loot. Just win, baby. Oh, yeah, that's true. It's okay. going to be ugly tonight, man. It's, it's going to be so <laughs> ugly tonight. I don't know about that. Patrick Mahomes averages 320 yards and three touchdowns against the Raiders. I understand. I don't know. The quote the Black Eyed Peas, though, man, I got a feeling. Oh. Yeah? I think we're going to see a better Tonight's game. Tonight's going to be a good night? I'm not saying they're going to win, but I think it's going to be a closer oh. game than you're saying. Nope. <laughs> nope. No, okay. no chance. Two, two touchdowns. Two notes, no well, chance. we will be talking about it tomorrow. Don't you dare miss any of that. Eli Manning is our hey, first guest Manning, tomorrow. Eli. Mm-hmm. Eli Manning and David Boreanaz. Oh, hey. Famed oh. Eagles. Eagles. And Fomani Jones. Love it. You think Eli can give us some Archmanning autographs? Guests that we have on Tuesday. Back on Roku in a moment. <laughs> 